0: Hey, I'm Nick Von Brack, and this is The Record Podcast. Thanks for checking out this episode. For those of you who are not aware of what this podcast is about, this is a show where I talk to or interview musicians and people in the music industry and talk about how they got into the industry, all the stories that they've had over the years, how we know each other, and just random other tangents. And uh, the past couple weeks, I've done some mini-episodes talking about the live episode coming out, but this week is back to another interview episode. So uh, before I get into who I'm interviewing, just a quick rundown again on the live event. Uh, I know I've done multiple episodes and talked about this, but, uh, you know, I'm going to have to promote this thing up until the date. So, you know, you just got to sit there just for a minute here. But uh, November 19th, this year, 7 o'clock, it is a free event. It is the Record Podcast Live at Epic Deli in McHenry, Illinois. I'm going to be interviewing my band, Dr. Manhattan, on stage, and uh, we're going to raise money uh, for the Oasis Gray's Lake Youth Center and uh, again this event is free so the way we're raising money is by doing a silent auction and we got a bunch of great uh, sponsors for that um, we also got live music from grandma if you're not familiar with her go check her out uh, search grandma G R a M M a W and uh, yeah we're gonna like I said we're gonna do an interview we're gonna do a Q&A we'll have the silent auction going on the whole time and uh, the uh, items from the silent auction are from our sponsors listed here, and a uh, big shout out to them, big thank you for, uh, for you know jumping in and doing this thing. I certainly didn't expect uh, this many sponsors and have gotten a good turnout, so uh, let's uh, let's run through them. Slapass Creations, run by one of my absolute best friends, Matt Sheck. Uh, he has a great art company. Go check him out at slapasscreations.com or search for uh, his store on Etsy. Again, Slapass Creations. Greg's Guitar Lessons, uh, my buddy Greg Henkin doing doing his guitar lessons uh, online and in person in Gray's Lake. Uh, go check them out, gregsguitarlessons.com, Wendigo Tea Company, this is Sky from Foxy Shazam, the keyboardist, pianist of the band, uh, first of all, if you're not familiar with Foxy Shazam, just stop this and go listen to their music, because they're great, but uh, he has his own tea company that he came out with some years ago, and uh, they're going to be chipping in a a little a little basket for the event so uh, appreciate big shout out to them go and search Wendigo tea company epic deli our uh, host venue of the event again this is just a fantastic uh, little restaurant in McHenry Illinois it used to be in Johnsburg Illinois but now they've stepped up got a bigger shop and uh, they just do all kinds of great stuff uh, you have cool art in there they got a stage for shows and just sandwiches shakes drinks all kinds of unique stuff that uh, just coming out of the mind of Tyler Wilde I interviewed uh, earlier on in the podcast so go check that out Because we talk a lot about Epic Deli and that But a big shout out to them, thanks for uh, hosting the event And for, uh, I mean he's doing a lot of stuff He's going to have a gift certificate in there too And uh, he's been super helpful and super kind about the whole thing So big shout out to Tyler and the crew there Half Fun Records, my buddy Zach Who uh, helped put out the Dr. Manhattan Jam Dreams vinyl He's uh, sending out a a Half Fun Records starter pack With all kinds of goodies in it So big shout out to him Dark Heart Tattoo in Crystal Lake. Thanks to Joe and Marky for chipping in a gift certificate for that. I can uh, attest to their quality. I've gotten a tattoo there and uh, just good dudes all around. So thanks to them. Red Door Studio. uh, Thanks to Gino Scarum who uh, was helping out with some uh, sound goodies for that. And uh, also uh, King of Hearts Tattoo, which is in Fox River Grove next to Red Door Studio. They're chipping in a gift certificate. Big shout out to them as well. The Oasis Grays Lake Youth Center, which is the uh, group that we're raising all the money for. Um, big shout out to them. I love that we're raising money for a good cause. It's a teen center that uh, kids can go to after school, just have a safe place to, to do their thing, play video games and hang out. And then on the weekends, they have shows, which uh, is a huge thing for me. Uh, growing up, being able to have a local venue to play shows at was a big formative part in my years and uh, for a lot of other people, too. So... Uh, any chance to help out a group that does that is uh, right up my alley. Um, another sponsor, Sophagus, the artist-musician, Matt Angers of the band Dr. Manhattan, who I'll be interviewing at the podcast. This is his project. Uh, go and check out his music. Also, his art and his merchandise. Some really, really cool, unique stuff. Uh, you can find, uh, if you just search Esophagus, not Esophagus, not Esophagus, just Esophagus. Uh, but you can find his store at Esophagus.storenv.com. Uh, hair directors and Mundelein big shout out to them. They're doing a few uh, hair product baskets for the event. Which uh, you know you gotta you gotta you gotta look good. You gotta go out there and look clean in the world. So they're gonna help us out with that. And Siren Records in McHenry, Illinois. It's a really cool uh, shop in downtown McHenry, Illinois that has comics and all kinds of records and collectibles and good stuff in there. Uh, you should go through sometime. It's just uh, you could spend hours in there. They got all the good stuff. So uh, they tossed in a gift certificate for that, and a uh, big shout-out to them. Uh, Catable Collectibles in Crystal Lake, Illinois, another shop with some records and collectibles. Big shout-out to them. They're going to have some good stuff for, uh, for bidding on in the silent auction. And 10-Spot Recording in Crystal Lake, Illinois. is a good recording studio for uh, bands who are starting out and for people wanting to learn more about recording in general. Uh, they're going to have a, uh, an eight-hour gift certificate to uh, record at the studio. So... Uh, that's, that's the list of all the sponsors. Also, big shout-out to Jake Levinson and Kevin Matasey who are helping out with sound and some tables, uh, respectively. So, uh, on to this episode. I got my buddy Adam Fisher from the bands Fear Before, Orbs, All Human, and uh, I'm sure more projects to come. But uh, we toured together in 2008 for the Stay Weird Tour, uh, which I've talked about on many random bits of episodes throughout uh, throughout this last year. But it was absolutely one of my favorite tours, and this is the guy who was responsible for it. He uh, kind of put it together, got the bands together on it, and uh, really made really made us feel at home. Really good guy. Um, but we talked about a lot. We uh, talked about music history, or his music history, uh, the Stay Weird tour, lots of good stories from that. Uh, some celebrity moments, having different roles in different bands, how that kind of all shakes out. Coming out, which is huge, and we get into that. and. Uh, uh i was it was really gracious of him to talk about that experience and all the things around that for him and a a lot more this is a uh, a lot of the episodes i've been trying to get to around an hour uh recently just to keep it tight but uh, this one you know this is just a a homie from from way back when so we we ended up going long and that's fine and uh, we had a lot of good laughs out of it so big thanks to adam fisher for doing this thing i'm hoping to get more of the guys from uh not only Fear Before, but that tour, because there's just a lot of good stories and memories from it. But uh, let's just get right into it. Thanks again for uh, checking out the podcast and supporting it. Uh, you can support it by going to facebook.com slash the record podcast, uh, Instagram's the record podcast, Twitter's at the record podcast without the A. Uh, there's also the merch store, the record Got a new Cubs themed uh, shirts up for purchase you know gotta support that home team for the world series so uh, go check them out uh and uh any of the money i get from there is just gonna help uh, keep the podcast going i got fees coming up yearly fees and uh you know upgrading the uh, the good audio goodies so uh uh yeah that's it let's go to my interview with adam fisher What's up? Sorry, I had it all set up, and then my computer went to sleep, and then evidently that changes the way in which everything works. So, um, I hate when things go to sleep. I know. I never want to sleep. <laughs> I always want to sleep. Speaking of sleep, did I just wake you up from some sleep? Uh, no, I've no, been you're good? for a while. Okay, actually, yeah. good.
1: Date night, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> How did all go? is good. Yeah, nice. I made I made a badass meal.
0: <laughs> Are you a good ass cook? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Not at all, but it just I hear you.
1: happened it happened to turn out good. What'd you make? Just stuffed shells, I mean, okay. It's easy.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. To me, someone who can't cook worth a dick, that sounds incredibly <laughs> difficult.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I I I do a few things, okay.
0: Okay. So that So what else is going on man You're cooking and uh, that's it. That's all you do now?
1: Yeah, that's all I do. I just cook at home. <laughs> I just have date nights. Tons stop.
0: <laughs> Sounds like a pretty good life.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not so bad. <laughs>
0: How you been, man? It's been a good minute. I know.
1: I haven't talked to you in forever.
0: Yeah. What's uh, been going on in this world of yours? Like a hundred bands and all kinds of crazy shit?
1: I guess, yeah.
0: <laughs> I guess, yeah. Where are I you mean, in the world?
1: Uh... Stuck in Long Beach, I guess.
0: Stuck in Long yeah. Beach—that doesn't sound well, like a bad place to be stuck.
1: Yeah, it's not. It's pretty good. <laughs> That's but cool. yeah, uh, just doing music and making stuffed shells and <laughs> Tindering
0: and shit. It's a good life. I got <laughs> yeah. I got confused because when I pulled up your Skype, it said Aurora, and I was like, "Wait, is he is he in Colorado? <laughs> oh, or is yeah. he in? California? But it must be just like where you signed up your account or something."
1: Yeah, no, I've haven't been in Aurora in a long time.
0: Yeah, when did you move out to Long Beach?
1: It, it just hit five years. Nice. Yeah,
0: and how do you like it?
1: I mean, well, it's not to like really. <laughs> it's like a melting pot, you know. Like, yeah. It's perfect for me. Like everyone's just really open minded, and um, there's like a decent music scene. Like it kind of sucks being stuck between. Um like Orange County in LA because bands don't really come through uh, Long Beach like often, but there's still a good music scene and it's just like it's easy to walk down the street wearing a Muggsy Bugs jersey and skinny <laughs> jeans, you know, and like no one bats an on eye. Like sure. I, I love I really do like
0: it here. Too bad you're like, like, right there circuit like right the beach. You could have been oh, uh, yeah. you could have been uh, rocking the Sublime shirt every day all day. No, that's the worst part about <laughs> Long Beach. Is <laughs> I hear
1: Sublime like every day.
0: <laughs> They're still proud of Sublime. They're still playing it. <laughs> so proud of Sublime. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's ridiculous. So so five so what prompted moving out there just threw a dart at a map or like you specifically wanted to go to Long Beach?
2: Um,
1: my friend was moving out here and I already had, I don't remember if he knew, did, did Richie do the tour with
2: us?
0: No.
1: Okay. Well, he was already out here and I needed to move. Like I had some bad experiences in Colorado and I was just like. Like once I wasn't on tour, I was just restless, and I was like, "Well, I'm just gonna move." And my friend was moving out here, so I was like, "Yeah, I'll go with you.
0: Let's do it."
3: <laughs>
1: nice. And I was like, "I like I was thinking Portland, but she's oh, like, 'Oh, I'm going to Long Beach.'" I was like, "Okay, whatever." <laughs> like
0: just floating cool. with the breeze.
1: Yeah, I hadn't driven. I hadn't driven a car, in, I think two years and i got my license back the day before i had to drive a u-haul out (laughs) (laughs) it's like
0: it was like that so oh yeah yeah well sweet and and you say you love it out there you're you're wearing your mugsy bogues jersey you're just loving life
1: oh yeah dude i got so many jerseys man (laughs) (laughs) like you barely have to like like I'm excited like it's too hot today like I'm excited for hoodie weather you yeah, know? Like, yeah I wish it would rain like it happened the other night that was a treat
0: yeah but, <laughs> yeah Yeah. you can come swing through here it's like 50 degrees right now so you can come on oh, back. fuck that sounds awesome <laughs> and you're married now right yeah married and a kid a kid <laughs> a kid man yeah one year old Oh, my gosh. I didn't even realize.
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. yeah.
0: Yeah, daughter. It has been a while. It has that's been. crazy. It has been a while, yeah, man. Just out here What's in the Burbs. What's her name? Her name's Charlotte.
1: Oh, gosh. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> thanks, man. That's yeah. so crazy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, just doing the dad thing. Just kicking yeah. it. Yeah?
1: Yeah. I'm pretty sure time. you'd be a good dad. Ah, thanks,
0: man. <laughs> this shit ain't easy. I'll tell you that. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm not good at well. Well, no, I I think everyone can do it to some degree, but I think it's just surprising, like the things that you think you're gonna be good at and the things that you think you're gonna be shitty at. Everything just like flips, and you're like, oh, all right, I see. I don't know anything. I don't know what I'm talking about at all. (laughs)
1: Like we have to step up to the plate.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I
1: I would love to be a dad.
0: Yeah, and I think I think there's something with being a musician and being like someone who went on tour and like had to do a bunch of shit. I guess it depends on the kind of person you are on tour, but I feel like you aren't the lazy kind of person. Like, I feel like when we were on tour together, you were always like sequencing and doing shit. You were never just chilling. So like being able to multitask and like constantly being busy, I think it kind of prepares you a little bit to be like always on your feet. Yeah. So I think, I think you'd be, I think you'd be ready for it. Like you'd be surprised how much that kind of stuff inadvertently prepares you to like handle all this shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure.
1: I mean, and I'm sure it throws things at you. that's just like you never expect it yeah. to. It's yeah. like, oh, shit, really? But, <laughs> like,
0: but, that, but that lifestyle, I think kind of because, I mean, you're used to like with no money, making everything work the best you can, like right. a burst tire, something like falls apart. You're just like you kind of are just already humbled by all that shit. So you're like, oh, I mean, I'm already ready to get kicked in the ass for the rest of my life. <laughs> like I've already had it for a few years. So <laughs> yeah. let's do it. So it, yeah, I think it, uh, that all kind of helped in a weird way. So it's, uh, it's nice. It's good though. That's awesome, man. Yeah, That's man. crazy.
3: But yeah, tell we're, me. We're grown ass humans Oh now. my
0: God. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> but tell, tell me about, uh, posts. Well, I want to hear the whole, the whole spiel, but since I haven't talked to you, what, what's been happening musically? I know you've had a few different projects like solo and full band. Like what, what's been happening?
1: Um, I, you know, I, I made the first all-human record and put it out on a, a small label with friends out east, and I think it was 2012.
2: If the dogs won't speak, nor the children eat, and the horses
1: You know that was like I did it at home, and then my buddy Max and I did like the drums and stuff in his apartment. But then, I mean, lately, like I put out two records this year. Like we did the the Orbs record that came out on Dan from Between the Buried and Muse label, but Equal Vision helped like with distribution and yeah. stuff. Don't say, all human record that i worked on for like four years like it, it basically was like st- i started writing it when i first moved to long beach and it finally came out um but that's just digital like we don't like we're trying to get it pressed but yeah. it's you know it's hard it's things are different yeah. these days you know yeah.
2: could you be there to tell me that's not true?
3: So,
1: like, it's on Spotify and all that stuff. But, yeah, we just did, like, a short tour with... I did a short tour with Orbs. Um, It was fun. Like, I... It's been so long that, like, there was one night... um, It was, like, nine shows, but in Brooklyn, like, the last song, I could hear people singing over me. And I was just,
3: like... (laughs) You know,
1: it's, like it brought me right back to like the first time I ever toured the east coast and like was like oh people know the words like yeah it's like getting it's like getting kicked in the stomach but in the best way possible <laughs> it's just like what like why like what are you what are you doing guys yeah. why like, <laughs> stop you know? i'm trying it's to awesome. i'm
0: trying to like play this for one person i want you all to like enjoy this and be in this with me
1: but it was so like i think i probably like stumbled back from the mic cuz i couldn't believe it yeah you know so and that's i mean that's the beauty of like i mean i've been doing it for so many years like but it still floors me like it it still just kicks my ass i still like (laughs) am so grateful
0: for it you know
1: because no one has to listen to that shit right no (laughs) one needs to hear me like whine about stuff you know like (laughs) but like it's like the the best feeling ever when you connect in that way it's like Alright, for a moment nothing sucks. Yeah, yeah. So Yeah.
0: And what are you I guess playing with have you wait, so have you done shows or toured with all human?
1: Uh we've done we did a short tour after the first record, like okay. like northwest. Um, but it's kind of like a rotating lineup and yeah. now it's basically myself and brian from this band trophy scars like yeah um so we've only played one show together and but he lives in new jersey so it's just you know it's it's hard to to make things work but we played one show together and i mean we want to play more we want to write another record yeah uh, we'll just see what happens i mean that record was if it wasn't for Brian, it wouldn't happen like I the way it did. I wrote it mostly or I wrote it all here, but I recorded it in my laundry room. Nice. And then <laughs> he like facilitated doing bass and drums and piano and uh his brother's studio out there. And so if it wasn't for him and John, like from he he was also in trophy scars, so like it wouldn't happen.
3: Nice. But
1: we're trying to we're trying to like do stuff i mean we really just want to get it pressed too like it's one thing to have it on spotify and have it out but like i'd love to be able to like like our i'd love to be able to like put it on vinyl and give it to fans because yeah you know like it's not like we're big or anything or or have lots of fans but like i'd like to the people that have followed and appreciate it, like I'd like to give them a physical copy, you know? Yeah. So.
0: Well, you can always go um, the Kickstarter Indiegogo way if you want to go that. I can't that do route. that. No, <laughs> I can't, no, I, don't, I can't get behind that. I don't, yeah. I don't like it. It drives yeah. me
1: crazy. Actually.
0: I haven't actually like seen I, a band really do it in a while. Cause I feel like there was like two or three years where that's all I saw was bands doing Kickstarter. I mean, we are guilty of it. We did one too, but there was like a solid one to two years where that's all I saw, and since for I feel like for a little while I haven't seen really many like bands raising funds on Kickstarter in a while. But I, maybe I'm just not paying attention.
1: Yeah, I well, there's ways it's... I think I probably I think I actually I might have donated to when you guys did it, <laughs> but I I can't do it for myself because yeah. I don't like uh I don't like asking for anything Yep. but then i saw bands and then like i won't like name anyone but take advantage of it and yeah. i just like i don't know like we we've raised money just through like digital sales and we printed shirts you know and yeah you know like moderately priced like we don't we don't like upsell stuff but um and we're trying to just get enough to do that, like yeah. just to press it, because we're gonna like um, self-screen, like the, like I've already looked into pressing the vinyl and like self-screening the the um the sleeves and stuff, oh, and okay, nice, you know, hand numbering, you know, because I mean that's the stuff, like like I don't collect vinyl. I mean, I love it, but
3: yeah,
1: um, the people that do and the people that really care about bands that they care about appreciate that kind of stuff you know yeah so we're just trying to figure it out but yeah i can't do like (laughs) i mean even fear before like like it was brought up like oh let's like get a kickstarter to do a new record i'm like man yeah i can't do it like i just (laughs) it's just not me it's just not my
0: personality no i hear it was it was probably one of the parts about it we didn't like was is that part of it because you don't you don't want to have to do that and I guess depending on the situation, you may or may not have to. And if you if if we could have not gone that route, we definitely wouldn't have. But I think we were just like, we really want to put it on vinyl. Let's just see if this works and then it ended up working. But yeah. No, we I, I totally get that sentiment. Totally get it. I'm not
1: I'm not dissing it like like as a whole. Like right. For you guys it no, makes no, no. sense, you know, but there's just people that take advantage of no, it. No, I agree. Yeah. Like, fuck, I want like nine thousand new
0: Doctor Manhattan.
3: Record,
0: so. <laughs> well, that'll be—that's actually the the kickstart I'm promoting on this uh, interview here. We're doing uh, the next nine thousand Doctor Manhattan albums. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna record for every day for the rest of our lives until we're dead, and then after. And uh,
1: I blast you guys at my work so much uh, like it's insane.
0: You're a sweetheart.
1: <laughs> that was like one of the most fun tours I've ever had. Okay, like,
0: so I don't know if I've ever told you this. I've told other people in. Your band, maybe, I think maybe your band, but definitely in Heavy Heavy Lolo. And in our band, we've talked about it many times, but it was our favorite tour we've ever did. Like, yeah. The two tours we look at are that and Warp Tour, and we feel like those two aren't even really the same kind of thing. So when it comes to yeah. like bands on a tour together, the Stay Weird Tour, absolutely, hands down.
2: Dude, it was so
1: fun. <laughs> I mean, so much crazy shit happened on that tour. <laughs> and it true. was like, for me, like, we'd already been touring for like, what, that was two thousand and eight, right, yeah,
0: yeah, that sounds about right,
1: so we were already like we'd already been touring for like six years, and it was like a like d i y funded like like throwback to what it was like to just start touring, right, but people already like knew who we were and stuff. and so it was just like it was so fun. and didn't we have wait, did we have the taco bell things on like? We had Taco Bell uh, Maybe gift certificates. I think we did. <laughs> I think we had that like Taco Bell gift card thing and so we'd go and but you could get change from it. It was like a flaw oh, nice. <laughs> in in our system. But yeah, like it was so fun, like playing house shows and yeah. just being like you know, like it was so fun. Like we and like we just spent all the time together, you right. know. Like it was so great. That was one of my favorite tours I've ever done, and I've done a lot of tours. Yeah. Like, that was. Uh, do you remember in that that house show? I think it was Thanksgiving with the mattress and the mustard.
0: Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yep. <laughs> like, like yeah. Like that was like unreal, dude. Yeah. That
0: like, was, I, f- I forgot that that was Thanksgiving. I, I remember. <laughs> I definitely remember the, the the few things I remember are that the mattress. I Remember people getting crowd surfed. I remember. The singer Pierce the Veil, I think, was there just like randomly because I think
1: no, 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 that
0: was is oh, that, that a different San one? Diego. Oh, okay. See, I mixed the those mattress
1: up. was like in the south, and it it was all good, but then someone started spraying mustard all <laughs> over the house, and then it wasn't good. <laughs> like
3: <laughs> uh,
1: perfect, but yeah, San Diego. Maybe there was a mattress in San Diego too, though. May- I don't know. I, I, I think know people got body surf in San my... Diego. There's there's pictures of myself and Matt in underwear <laughs> dancing after the show. Yeah. Because we just put on dance music and started <laughs> I don't
0: know. I mean that being sounds dumb. Sounds pretty par for the course. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I ever asked you this and maybe, you know, at the time I obviously would remember better, but how did you even find out about us? Like that little bit, like the whole us even getting on that tour, I'm fuzzy on the details.
2: Um Casey,
1: oh of course, Casey, (laughs) and we have
0: we have to thank him for like seventy five percent of our career. (laughs) (laughs) He
1: he showed me he showed me um big chomper yeah like when we were recording our last record like Fear Before's last record yeah and I was like what the fuck (laughs) and I became obsessed I was obsessed with your record dude Uh like. You don't even know. Like, I was obsessed with that record. Yeah. And I, like, I remember listening to it in Canada, right, because we went to Canada right after we recorded that record. And I was, like, showing it to, like, Trophy Scars and everyone. I was like, this is – I'm like – I was obsessed. Like <laughs> I, was in, I was a fanboy. Uh. And so we reached out, and I was just like, fuck yeah, dude. Like <laughs> – i love that mm-hmm. i mean like i said i play it at the bar i play both your records with, or all and the ep like i play everything at the uh, bar where i work
0: i, I don't know if but i ever. Yeah. i don't know if i ever told you this but like i i feel like i'm sure we did on that tour at some point but um one the, we had a weird, well our weird little connection you know i i go back and forth between you know life being a Uh, chaotic series of things happening with no purpose and then all of a sudden things happen where you're like okay that's fucking weird because at this point in my life I did this and this so that tour was one of those weird things because when we recorded our first EP before the self-titled album came out our buddy Daniel recorded it and he loved Fear Before and I think he had he, I forget what shirt he had of the album, but it was the one. Where, it's the album cover where they're run. There's two a couple running on the beach. Oh yeah. So we, I think he had that shirt on. Like he wore it the entire time we recorded and just constantly talked about you guys. At the time, we didn't know who you were, so I was like, oh, okay, this is sweet. So then, as soon as I think you reached out to me or who, however the contact worked, I texted Danny. I was like, you'll never fucking believe this. <laughs> and he's like, dude, that's so awesome, man. He's like, and and we just like loved it that had some weird connection to like the early days like well this is perfect like why would this happen in a world so it was so funny yeah it was great and just the like i think at first we were like listen we listened to you guys and we listened to heavy heavy lolo and we're like we don't really even know why they're asking us on this tour but i mean fuck (laughs) it like let's do it and ended up just like at at least after the first show or first couple shows like I did, like it's so funny because I constantly see pictures from that tour and you can see like us like we're like you and Heavy Heavy Lolo you guys are like we're looking up to you so much like we start like dyeing our hair and cutting our hair and we're like we're like trying to become you guys so much we're, like look at these guys we love these guys like let's let's all be best friends <laughs> dude we
1: did buzz that head on that tour oh my god I remember what we did the poor Matt <laughs> Because you guys had to play in Florida? It was like yeah. Jacksonville? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> I was such a an antagonist.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you had the perfect audience. We were like, go. we were ready for anything. Like, fuck it, let's do it. Is it going to be funny? Yeah, let's do it. Like, anything <laughs> to make each other laugh, we're in.
1: Oh, man, that was so fun. And I, like I said, I was obsessed with that record. Uh, I'm trying to think, like, I can almost place the city where I found out that you guys were going to do that tour and I was just like fuck yeah and like Dave loved the record you know like yeah. we just all loved it like it and that's, was and that's and that's what we always did too like we always just wanted to take out bands that we loved you yeah. know like so
0: yeah it was yeah. it was absolutely hands down our favorite tour um and it, it's funny it so silly. <laughs> it's it's funny too because um so I did I interviewed Nick Newsham for this like a long time uh-huh. ago, and he he told me about the tour that or that you get you and Gatsby's you guys toured like a few times or like pretty often mm-hmm. and he told the story i don't know if you heard that that interview, but he told the story of the time you guys went and played with Goldfinger <laughs> you, do you remember this story <laughs> <laughs> and he just told- he was laughing because I think initially he was saying. That Gatsby's got asked, and then they like said they wouldn't do it unless you guys could play, and then it ended up being that you were you ended up being the favorite band of theirs, and not Gatsby. <laughs> yeah. He
1: courted us, dude. He took <laughs> us to his house and like showed us a studio and shit. And yeah. we're like, like I think Dave still resents me because I was like, no, we're not gonna go that mainstream. <laughs> but like, yeah, he courted us and like. It was so weird, and like they were calling Gatsby's like fudge packers, and like it was so
0: weird. Yeah, there's was
1: like, he, I, f- I totally forgot about that night. Yeah, it was he, such
0: a weird night. <laughs> he was as soon as you said we were gonna talk about this, like, or as I was driving around today, I was like, holy shit, we I gotta ask him about that because his side <laughs> yeah. of it was like completely high expectations and then just dashed because people were like yelling all kinds of hateful shit at them. And then oh, almost yeah. opposite for you guys, like, all right, we're going to do it. And all of a sudden like they love you guys.
1: <laughs> well, it was so weird. And then did you, do you know that like, so we go to his place and he's like courting us. And he, I mean, he seemed like a nice guy and he like made us like Boca burgers or whatever, <laughs> but he was like housing some people. And then like a week later it was on, uh, I don't even know what the program's called, but uh, like they were like these like activists that had like thrown red paint on some house and stuff. And like, he was like (laughs) under suspicion. Like
0: Jesus, it was so weird. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it was. And then he came out to, he even came out to Colorado. They played with um, Good Charlotte. And like, he's, he kind of like, invited us on the stage and was like hey like we went on stage and he's like this could be yours like this was before we made our like second record you know okay
0: oh so it was this is really
1: early on yeah he was like he's like hey look at this look at all like i mean it was at pepsi stadium or whatever it's called in denver and he's like he basically was like this could be yours you know and we were like, oh, no, <laughs> I like, cannot end that. Yeah. Oh, I'd rather be indie, <laughs> you that's, know?
0: That's pretty tough to do, like, especially by a dude like that. And it's just like, look, look what I can give you. And you're like, nah. <laughs> that's yeah. a pretty big set of balls on you guys. Like, not everyone, there would be a lot of people like, fuck it, we'll change, whatever, whatever music you want us to be, we'll do it.
1: Yeah, yeah, that just wasn't us. I mean, and and, and it's not like, I'm not trying to, like, say, like, like, he was just doing what he does, you right. know. Like I, I love pop music, and I, yeah. like, but it just wasn't us, yeah. you know, at the time. And, but yeah, it was pretty surreal, like meeting Good Charlotte and like seeing all these <laughs> screaming fans and like yeah. going on this fancy bus. It was like,
2: yeah, sounds
1: pretty nice, but <laughs> uh, I'd rather just like scream and kick Dave for a half an hour on stage.
0: <laughs> so he, so funny that you should mention that because. That was the other part of Nick's story was like, so you guys would tour and you'd have all this fun. And he's like, and and Nick was saying, he's like, you know, and I'm watching Fear Before and like Adam's kicking Dave and they're like kicking each other's ass. And he's like, dude, I want to start doing that. So then he goes up to Bobby and kicks him. And he goes, don't you ever fucking do that to me again. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> I was dying yeah. laughing. I was like, that is perfect.
1: It's not the It's not the healthiest relationship <laughs> to have with someone you have to like, spend every waking hour uh within a van you know (laughs) like (laughs) it definitely came to a head and we definitely stopped at one point because (laughs) of that (laughs) like we kicked the shit out of each other for a while
3: that's just like like brothers wrestling (laughs)
1: like you don't do that like that's not healthy yeah
0: (laughs) so well either that or I feel like I I just assume it's completely healthy, like some brothers just constantly wrestling and like poking each other in the eyes, like oh you're just like you're just family, you're just kicking each other's ass. It started that way, <laughs> <laughs>
1: but you know eventually you're like okay we're grown ups and we're gonna have back problems eventually. <laughs> like let's be let's be civil.
0: So was that uh, but, was that John Feldman thing? Was that like one of the bigger the biggest like weird celebrity like moments for fear before like I can imagine that to be a fucking weird especially happening so early on for you guys like that's a pretty weird ass moment
1: it was pretty weird like we were I mean we were definitely weirded out like yeah because we drove up I think he lives on Mulholland Drive or something and so like we're immediately interested you know um and then I think they were pointing out other celebrities houses and so we're just like what the fuck are we doing <laughs> um and that was weird and it was but it was fun and you know like we just kind of he we kind of like i don't know to my for me i knew going in like this wasn't gonna be what we're gonna do oh okay but but it was it was cool like it was fun i think like well i pissed next next to Dave Grohl once and <laughs> like here in Long Beach like a couple <laughs> years ago and that was probably my biggest celebrity thing like and I really regret because we look we made eye contact and I just said hey and I Mid- really mid-stream. regret not saying like like cool dick bro <laughs> like that's all I want like because how would he react but I think the biggest uh like fear before celebrity thing well, we toured with so many bands I looked up to, so it's really hard to say. But right. I remember in 2003 we played um, Furnace Fest, and Andy from uh, Every Time I Die was looking at my pedals, and I was like, honestly, I was like, dude, can you just fuck off? Like, I'm already <laughs> nervous enough, you know? Like, like I just want you to fuck off. Like, I love your music. <laughs> like, leave me alone. And he's like asking me about pedals, and I was like. Dude, like, just get the fuck out of here. And (laughs) first song, the first song, and he's watching from behind our amps, and we're on the main stage because we had some in, you know. Yeah. And I slip and fall on my back, and I was like,
3: (laughs) and after that, fuck you, Andy. (laughs) I was just
1: like, I was just like, fuck this, you know. Like I just started laughing. I was like, okay, this is how it is. (laughs) Like this (laughs) is what happens. (laughs) But like, I don't know. Like we've met so many like cool people. Yeah. Like like you know, we got the Torseo and like that was yeah, like, that's crazy. You know, like Dave's favorite band growing up. Like, yeah. So, everything's like, everything's star struck. I mean, I kind of wish I had looked at Dave Grohl's dick because I'm curious. (laughs) I mean, how many other opportunities are you going to have? (laughs) I really wish I would have just said, like, cool dick, bro. You know, like,
0: something like that. I imagine it's got long hair like he does. Like, it just looks like he does.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it probably looks like (laughs) a (laughs) Kiss. But, like, yeah, he was like, he was just at a bar in Long Beach and, like, he took pictures with everybody and like he was just watching big business who we toured with too like that's why i was there like nice you know it's like i mean i get starstruck i can't yeah. lie like I, well, sure. I'm, I'm a dork you know but it's also like this kind of mutual just like feeling of like ah fuck man yeah it's just cool life's cool you
0: yeah. know like well, if it makes you like, feel any better, I have a, I have, I also have an Andy from Every Time I Die story, and I'm a huge Every Time oh, I Die shit. fan too. So we were on Warp Tour 2008, and mm-hmm. we, I think we were in Canada, and there was only, there was only two Canada dates, and it was like Toronto and Saskatoon or something. And I feel like it was in Saskatoon because there was like fucking nobody there. It's like the middle of nowhere. No <laughs> one was like just there. It was so vacant, and, and so then we play, and it's like even less people. Somehow there's even less than nobody there and um, so there's, I don't know there's like 10 or 12 kids there and I see as we're like setting up I see Andy walk up in the crowd like to watch us and I'm like fuck fuck Dude, <laughs> like, th- so, so I think already we, we had had maybe a couple, like, random people watch where I was like, this is pretty cool. But this, again, this, similarly to what you're saying, like, I love Every Time I Die. I cannot believe this. So sure enough, we start, I don't even know how long into the set, we start playing, and then I look up, he's already gone. I was like, ah, fuck. <laughs> I was like, oh, all right, well, can't win them all. And then <clears throat> on that same tour, another Every Time I Die related thing, we um, say anything... Was on two thousand eight Warp Tour, and we, we had already. I think we had already played a couple of shows with them. We opened for them on this MySpace tour thing. It was them and Hello Goodbye, and we played like two or three shows for with them. And yeah, so we kind like. I knew that Max knew us, and we kind of knew a couple of the other guys, but I think, I don't even know if we had said it, I don't know. But Jake, one of the guitarists, came up to Matt and said, Hey.
1: Oh, I know Jake.
0: Yeah. So he.
1: he the, he's out, a, he lives here.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 Okay.
1: And Nick, I think it's his brother's Nick, the twins.
0: Yeah. I'm not sure of his brother's name, but it is, it is there. So it's the two of them. And yeah. one of them came up to, first of all, one of them came up to to matt and was like hey so max's voice is like out but we're still gonna play we're gonna have all these like guest singers first he's like can matt sing a song like one of the songs <laughs> and naturally we're fucking flipping out because you know we love saying anything too so uh we're like okay this is crazy and then i think something happened where somebody jumped in who was up you know way bigger than us on warp tour and said that they could do it he's like i'm so sorry but do you guys want to sing like all of you come up and sing backups on a song and it was um it was the song Belt, which was on, like, their first album. Yeah,
2: what say you? What say you? And all your friends. All your friends.
0: I know if you know, say anything really like their music, but like I don't really. So th- th- that song is a big chorus where it's like, "Let's say you and all your friends," and it's like this big like group vocal. So we're fr- <laughs> we're like we already know the song, we're like fuck yeah, we'll do it. So we're waiting on the side of the stage to do that, and people, singers from like you know all the bands on Warp Tour, kind of like walking by or walking off stage, just kind of looking at us like, "Who the fuck are these like kids?" Obviously, these are kids from the crowd who came up here, like they're not in a band, so. Uh, Keith Buckley the singer walks up past us and oh, is standing shit. in front of us and so again it's one of those like oh fuck me like you know I love this band <laughs> yeah. do I say something he turns around looks at all of us kind of eyes us up looks at Adam and goes nice mustache man and walks off <laughs> I was like alright I guess that's that then <laughs> so my some of, so awesome. so, some of my moments with some of my biggest like like you said like people you look up to well, we we opened up a show for alkaline trio matt skiba walked up to us looked at us and he's like you guys were in that first band right we're like yeah he's like you're funny and then he walked off <laughs> <laughs> so i've had these moments where i'm like kind of heartbroken but also like this is i mean i would have never met these people otherwise so fuck it it's cool but yeah dude
1: <laughs> i think i um i think i carded the singer from hello goodbye at my bar oh nice Cause I didn't know it was him. I was like, <laughs> like I know that band obviously, yeah. but like I, I didn't know. And he's he lives just like, down the street from me. Oh, okay. And I carded him, and and someone was like, "Oh, you just carded." I don't even know his name. Like, Forest.
0: I know it's his first the,
1: name. the singer from Hello Goodbye. I was like, "Oh, well,
0: looks young." <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah, I got to imagine like, 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 so so with tours, some of the tours you guys run, like you, you said, Zayo, Like what? did the crowds for Zayo think you? Like, we have we had been on plenty of tours where people looked at us in the crowd like, what the fuck are you doing on this stage? Is that one of those for you, or people were like, into it and just, you know? St-
2: um, Zayo
1: was... I mean, it wasn't the worst one. Okay, I'm, I gotta out, hear the worst you know? one. <laughs> like, I remember, um, like, we did, uh, what was it called? It ran for a couple of, uh, sounds of the underground. Oh, that like and 30 like, band tour. It it was like, like 20 or 30, like I think it was like 20 bands and there Fuck. was like 40 years. Yeah. And I remember in Oklahoma, like we're getting like middle fingers <laughs> and Dave just puts up his finger. He's like, Oh, we're number one. We're number <laughs> one. You know, like, cause we, we got so used right, to it. Right. Right. But then I saw someone, uh, doing, like, you know, that, like, um, pretending like they're putting a dick in their mouth (laughs) and, like, you know, pushing their cheek out with their tongue. And they were looking right at me, like, mid-song. And I was like, really? Is this a threat? I don't know
0: what's happening. (laughs) Well, so I just, like,
1: hit an open chord and just started doing, like, the, you know, the licking... Like a vagina sign, because I was like, <laughs> "What are you doing to me, dude? Like, why?" Yeah. Like, but I mean, we got so like we toured with Darkest Hour and oh, Redcord okay. and Kylesa, and we toured with so many metal bands. Like, I was—I mean, that's why we. I think we essentially got dropped by our agency because it was—it was hard to pair us with yeah. anyone. You know, like we didn't really fit. Like, I feel like we fit more with bands like you guys and like bear vs shark yeah and you know like it just it was just hard and then of course like i said i was hard-headed and we'd be like well we're gonna take out what bands we want you know and it, it wasn't always perfect yeah so but i mean i i don't like i honestly don't regret a thing yeah like i love what we did i love what we experienced like I love the friends I have made. So, but yeah, like <laughs> sometimes we, would I don't know, we. What was the band? Oh fuck, it was a guy from Coal Chamber, and he had some oh. band on that Sounds of the Underground thing, and they were chanting his name during our set. I'm like, really? <laughs> Can we just like play 25 minutes? Right. Like, we'll get out of your way. You yeah. Know? Like. Like, we just want to play a few songs, like, <laughs> but I, I mean, we got so used to it. Right. You know, you get used to those nasty, like, it doesn't make sense to me. Cause like, I don't go to an event and like, I don't, I wouldn't yell nasty things right. at someone, <laughs> but I paid money. So fuck do. you. <laughs> yeah. Like, Oh, you don't sound just like this. So right. get the fuck out. But, right it doesn't it, like it's just not me
0: and plus who would want but. to go to a show like if you're going to a show to see like Pantera do you really want to see like 10 if there are if there are like nine bands before do you want to hear by the time you get to Pantera if you've heard nine other Panteras like do you is that yeah. really what you want your night to be like don't you want something to be a little different even even if you don't like yeah. it just for the sake of making that all be a complete like show i don't know
1: Yeah, like it's that's how I've always felt, you know. Like, but I guess some people are just stupid. I mean, look, look (laughs) at our, look at our fucking possible presidents right now. Like, some people are just stupid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So So what? So we talk a lot about like the more recent days and last days. How did how did Fear Before even like become a band? Like you said, it was. Lots of years of touring and you've done all these things, but I don't, I don't think I know like the origin story.
2: Um,
1: I had no friends, but I liked playing guitar.
0: Yeah. So where? I yeah. Think... How did you start playing just music in general? Was it guitar? Was that your first instrument? I think recorder was my
2: first. instrument.
0: <laughs> I think that's the first time someone said recorder, even though that's probably been everybody's first instrument.
1: I learned the entire uh, Lion book. Uh, like or Lion Lion King.
3: That's awesome. I I
1: read music. Like I learned the whole Lion King book on recorder. (laughs) My poor parents. I feel so bad. Oh man. But uh, and then I had no friends in high school. And freshman year, my sister was in gymnastics with Mike's sister. Okay. And much to his chagrin. His parents made him come over for a Thanksgiving party, and then he got a bass, and we started like a pop punk band.
0: What was that and band then... called?
1: Please, there's a name to that band. Oh God, it's so bad. <laughs> Trust it's me, called... it was called Thirty Six Flip.
0: See, that's a perfect like pop punk <laughs> band. If you if you wouldn't have said what kind of music it was, I would have guessed that's a pop. That's a pop punk band. Yeah, it was
1: so pop punk. <laughs> yeah, and then we became best friends, and then you know we just like. Obviously, our music taste evolved, and yeah, you know, we started Fear before. Like, it was not even gonna. Dave wasn't even gonna be in the band, but he just. We were like, "Well, can you scream?" And he was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Okay," <laughs> <laughs> like you know, it was pretty simple, and then we just had a passion for it, so yeah, it just kind of
0: ha- evolved, you know. And what was like in the early days because like you said you were just kind of putting this band together with your buddies like at what point or do you remember like the first thing it's like oh shit this is this is real <laughs> like this is legit or like like people are like starting to come to the shows or like something you know people want to put this record out like what was like the early moment of that happening
2: um
1: i think like one of the biggest things i can remember is that like dan who's now a one of my great friends, but who's pretty much like head r at e v r yeah like equal vision uh came to see our show in in New York at like our first east coast tour, and I was like, really, and then people <laughs> knew the words, oh yeah, and I was like like we talked about before, but I was just like what the fuck is happening, you know, <laughs> like, it's like, what is going on? Like, yeah. cause I, I have so much, like, I have so much gratitude. Like I don't, I don't feel like I deserve anything that I've gotten. I feel like it's just a, like a blessing, you know? Yeah. So I was just floored. I like couldn't believe it. And even like the first time we got to leave the state, I was like, freaked out I was like, yeah. this is just like too fun like i'm like with my friends making music screaming about i don't i don't even i couldn't <laughs> even tell you what the first record's about at this point <laughs> but like it's just like this is just awesome you know yeah. i'm like eating fast food and all that shit yeah but love it was, life. yeah i but but that that time that first east coast like new york show i was just like that hit me pretty hard.
0: Yeah. And what was the, um, what was like the first tour, like bigger tour that you guys asked to be, were asked to be on? Well, I mean, or like to you guys, not necessarily it has to be like a huge band, but like a band asked you to be on tour and like, this is awesome.
1: I think, I think the first one where I was like, oh, wait, what? Was like, under Oath and 18 Visions. Damn. That's and a pretty like, good one. <laughs> yeah. And like, wow, well, I probably shouldn't just close this, but...
0: I can cut they, anything out you want. <laughs>
1: okay. Well, like, I was in the van with someone, and they were, were showing certain pictures, and I was like, oh, this is how bands behave? I was like, <laughs> really floored. I was like, because I was like, I don't think that's how we act like i was like <laughs> i don't think that's how we are yeah but like that was like the the big one like yeah. that was right after we recorded art damage i oh, think okay. i think we left the studio after the second record and went straight to that tour because we did like 200 i think we did 269 shows that year
0: damn
1: <laughs> and recorded the record like that's crazy it was tense like and but what, yeah, I think that was the first big one. Was that
0: Under Oath tour was that where they were like in their heyday like that uh mm-hmm. Oh man, I can imagine the those shows song. were crazy. Yeah.
2: Up Against a Wall. Yeah. Up Against a Wall or whatever. <laughs> yeah. this is-
0: I can imagine them headlining a tour. That would have; those have been some really big shows.
1: Yeah, and Eighteen Visions was like had just released a record, and I think had a deal with the WWF or something. <laughs> like, I don't know.
0: That's crazy, man. Was that? Yeah. Was that the biggest tour that you guys had ever done or ever did? No, no,
1: no. Um, jeez, what's the biggest tour we ever did? Or even like the uh, biggest show. We did that Norma Jean between the Barry and me tour, but that was after we released a record that no one liked, which I still think is our best record. And that is um, Always Open Mouth. <laughs>
0: did people not like that record i don't know that album fucking rules
1: (laughs) i love that record. thank you i love that record
0: it may be my favorite one
1: it's my favorite
0: one but i don't know i mean what could they say about that album that they didn't like is it just like diehard old fans and it's like it's change i don't like change
1: well when we released the first like we released lycanthropy it's like one of the tracks off the record yeah uh the first comment was like sounds like power man 5000 <laughs> <laughs> i
3: would have said
0: thank you fuck
1: yeah <laughs> I <was> Like what? <laughs> but um i think that was maybe the biggest tour we did we did play with like a few shows in the in mexico with the used Damn. that were like huge but that, I, is that huge. doesn't really count as a tour
0: St- uh, no, I was, but i asked to like just big shows too that that's crazy that that'd be like thousands and thousands of people
1: that's like just getting like catered with fruits he never knew existed <laughs> and then just going out and being like oh
2: fuck yeah like, yeah
1: let's party you yeah." Know? like i don't know like i have so much like i'm always so grateful for that kind. Of, like yeah that's just a life experience you know
0: yeah i could imagine and and what we'll, so those are all like just huge, cool tours and shows. Was there, like I said, us getting the stay weird tour was crazy because our buddy was like, wore a shirt and it was like this whole thing. Do you have like an earlier, like what's, what's a good memory of like, Oh, I used to like, like, I don't know. I I looked up to this band a lot and then they asked us on tour or set, or the singer was at one of our shows and said we were good. Or like, do you have any excluding Andy from every time I die (laughs) watching your pedals?
2: (laughs) Um,
1: well, I mean, Zaya was, was big for me, not yeah. as big as Dave, but, uh, like between the buried and me, I was a fan, like yeah. I'm not a huge metal guy, Yeah. but like after the tour we did with them, they asked me to sing on a track and I, I was like, Whoa, wait, you mean Dave?
3: Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're like,
1: they're like, no, we want you to sing, like come. And they flew me out and I sang on a track and that was like, that's awesome surreal, you know? And yeah. now I'm, like, in a band with one of those guys. Yeah. He's one of my best buddies. Like, that's that's pretty insane. And that stuff kind of, like, obviously it's cool to, like, meet up with, like, musicians you were into, but it's even cooler to become friends with them, right. you
0: know? And is like, that is that how Orbs kind of started? Was, like, that happening and then just keeping in touch?
1: Yeah, he... He sent me like demos that he'd worked on with um Ashley and like I'm so naive. He was like, Hey, what would you do melodically to this? Like, what would you do? And blah blah, blah. and then finally he came to a show in Cleveland we played and he's like, Dude, we want you to sing on this stuff and I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I don't I like Fuck me, I didn't know. Like, and so, right. we, Yeah, like we just, we be like, we were friends, you know. But I just, I'm so naive. And yeah, I'm so stupid. But uh, now we have like new demos in the works, and nice. I mean, touring with them was so fun this summer, and it's just, you know, it's just weird. Life's weird, man. Life is
0: weird. <laughs> and life is. What kind Very of ba- weird. what kind of bands do you guys play shows with their tour with with Orbs? Is it like metal? Is it more metal? Or
1: no, like the band we we uh, went on tour with this summer was like kind of like indie pop. Okay, and then our last tour was more uh, a little more like shit. I'm so bad at genres this day, <laughs> like. Uh, I don't know, like kind of like sludgy, I guess, but no, we don't really like, I mean every now and then there'll be like an opening band that's metal or something.
0: There's always an opening band that's metal. (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Wherever
0: you go, there's always one.
1: Yeah. But no, it was, it was fun, man. It was like, and we like, like I love playing shows. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. I got to swim in so many bodies of water. Like (laughs) we, like we made, we had a good time on this tour. Yeah. So that's. I mean, that's the joy of it. And yeah, you get to meet people and just be in new places. That's like, I love playing music. I love it. I love writing music, but I love traveling and I love jumping make naked into a <laughs> pond and like outside of Boston, you know, <laughs> like, like it's the best.
0: What, what would you, I guess when you look at all three of those bands, fear before orbs and all human, like what do you, what do you kind of see as like, do they like fill different parts of like what you like about being a bands or what, what do you kind of see as the, like the differences or like how you separate them in your mind?
1: Um, well, like, All Human, like, I, it's, I mean, it's me, you know, like, like, Brian's a big part of the drumming and production, but I can say everything I want to, like, it, I mean, there's, like, even going back, like, hints into who I was going to become, you know, five years later, um, and I, I love it, like, I, it's a totally different animal yeah uh fear before is where i can just thrash and let dave be at like like the the center you know i still i i write i still write lyrics but you know for the most part i get to just like play guitar horribly of course (laughs) oh how dare you (laughs) (laughs) i will not allow you to say such things and just be like like ridiculous and i mean i still have control over writing but it's more of a group thing and then orbs it's like oh here's this music sing over it and like when we first started i was like do i need to apologize for cussing or am i allowed to cuss (laughs) yeah but i just get to say whatever i want and like just go off the rails kind of and it's all just it's all different and i and i sing in like a different voice with orbs too like all humans have very like laid back kind of vocals yeah Where orbs is like i'm gonna throw my voice out kind of vocals (laughs) you know so
0: um do you do you play guitar in orbs too or do you just sing i don't i don't
1: write guitar but live i play guitar
0: okay would you ever want to be in a band where you don't play guitar and just sing or is that too weird like do you would you you feel better behind a guitar
1: it's so nice to hide behind a guitar Yeah.
0: however i
1: kind of was like man if i didn't have this guitar like maybe i could just run around and be a jackass you know like <laughs> but i don't know i might look like the biggest goofball like <laughs> so but yeah i, I I kind of would like to not play guitar in yeah. Orbs, but that's just another person in the van. <laughs> <You> yeah,
0: <know? laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: How many how many people
0: but, are in that band? Ah, uh,
1: five. Okay. Yeah we we have well it's basically Dan and and Ashley write everything, and then I you know I write the vocals and melodies and stuff, um, but she couldn't go on tour. And so we brought this dude over from the UK, who's was just a sweetheart, like was like the coolest guy. And and then uh, Chuck plays bass, and um, the guy that did drums on the record. But Dan even programs all the drums. Like,
0: oh wow, okay.
1: He's a maniac, dude. He's crazy.
0: Well, you're pretty damn crazy at programming too. I feel like even <laughs> even just to stay weird to her. I feel I I have a very distinct memory. I don't know if it was Louisiana or it was before one of the shows where you were backstage like reprogramming one of the intros so that it wouldn't be like exactly the like you were you're fucking around doing something just for the show stuff and I was like, damn, so you do all this stuff for the record and then like even for just like individual shows you're like making new shit. I'm like, that's that's a pretty crazy hustle you got going there, man. I'm just a weirdo, <laughs> but it was awesome. We loved <laughs> that. Was something that that tour watching you guys and and heavy heavy lolo do like the little intros and stuff we loved that shit it's like such it wasn't like it wasn't corny shit it was like really it was either funny stuff or like stuff that like sounded like perfectly got you like hyped up to hear the next song like it was i don't know it was it was great we loved we loved that side we i think part of us kind of wanted to do something like that but we just never really did but we loved when bands could like pull that off well
1: well, thank you. I, I, I love that shit. Like yeah. I, and I love being a spectacle too. Like, I don't want to, like, fall into the norm. I've never, you know, it's yeah. more fun. I mean, we wouldn't take out bands like Dr. Manhattan or <laughs> Heavy Level I wanted to fall into the norm. That you is know, true. You like, know, like, you got to be weird. Well, good, stay
0: weird. Good for us. Glad for us that uh, you decided to stay <laughs> weird, and you didn't go and become the next Goldfinger, or else we'd have never had oh, that god. awesome tour.
1: Oh god, no, no hate on them. No. Yeah, like, no, not at all. Just not. It wasn't for us.
0: Yeah. And when what? when so aside from that, just being a crazy like situation. Looking back, I mean, you've had. I mean. That's that's a lot of bands and bands that have been able to do some really cool shit like in different kinds of genres and stuff. Like, I mean, you said before you don't have any regrets, but like, I don't know. That's a lot of years and a lot of stories and a lot of crazy shit. Like, what do you, what do you kind of just look back and think about all that? Like, if you saw young young little whippersnapper Adam, what would you say to him as he's about to go on his first tour?
1: Oh, I'd be like, definitely take that John Feldman contract. <laughs> 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 You don't uh, have to buy the generic things at <laughs> Ralph's anymore. Like,
2: That's no, awesome. I,
1: I would just—I would have been nicer. I was a little like—I was kind of a hothead and, yeah, um, I was very idealistic, which is good, you yeah. know. It's it to some degree, but I would have been like, "Hey, man, calm down. Someday <laughs> you're gonna be thirty-two, you know? Like, <laughs> like, just like." be cool yeah because i was a hothead and i had my ideals and like i mean i wouldn't i still wouldn't obviously do like that mainstream thing but right. this is it's not me but i would have told myself to calm down yeah and not be such a dick about it <laughs>
0: <laughs> well i think that like, to me that just sounds like young band young yeah. kind of band like you want to do what you want to do you have a vision don't tell me otherwise yeah yeah, when I, I, I also
1: would have said, don't bleach your hair, dude. Like,
3: <laughs>
1: you're gonna go bald. It's in your jeans. Like, <laughs> don't bleach it. It's not helping.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: but that that it's it is true too. Because there's at some point, I want to get um I want to talk to different guys from like Vagrant about just like the label and our band and what they thought of us. And if we were pains in the ass, cause my memory of it is like, no, we were willing to do anything and all this stuff. But I also know there was times where they'd like pitch shirts or stuff like that. And we were like, nah, we'll just do it. Like, we don't like that. Like we want to do our thing. And yeah, and I wonder if like just us, like not playing ball or maybe seeming difficult on little things made them just be like, yeah, we don't really want to like go the extra mile for this band. If they're kind of, kind of be pains in the ass about like little, little things but to us we were like no we just want to do cool shit that's funny and people like so it's i just wonder how much that actually plays in or if it's just like nah that it really had nothing to do with anything
1: uh, i think it does
0: play in like yeah. i mean like i
1: said before like we got dropped by our agency and when we did another one of my favorite tours where we picked the bands and it was bearish shark since by man and Fall of Troy.
0: That's a pretty like, awesome tour. It was
1: it was great. And Fall of Troy was like we didn't really know them at the time and I love those guys. But <laughs> yeah. Um they were they were kind of like the bargaining chip. But before he wanted they wanted uh gym class heroes to be the opening act,
0: like really? opening
1: for all those bands, you know, <laughs> and like now they're like the biggest band. Right. and like we were a pain in the ass, like and eventually, you know, like people who like look at it as a business, which you know again, that's okay. It's not how I look at it, but you know they got fed up, you know, yeah, which is fine, like it's some people look at music that way, I don't yeah, I look at it, I look at it as an outlet and a joy and. You know, I mean, I'd love to make money. I wish, like, every time someone even said the name Fear Before the March of Flames, I got $100. <laughs> but that's not how it works, you That know? isn't like, how this works? I, I was yeah, glad to believe yeah. that
0: is. Exactly. like, But,
1: yeah, so, yeah, I mean, it just depends who you're dealing with.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I could imagine, because, I mean, similarly, I mean, you guys had much greater and different success than we did, but a lot of the themes of just being like, you don't fit on this tour. Like you're doing this weird thing. You're a different kind of bit. Like we ran into all that constantly. And it's, it's, it's the same. It's the stuff that when it's not working, it's a reason for people not to want to do stuff with you. But when it does work, they're like, Oh, look at this unique new thing. I found. like, and it's just like, where, where is that line? It's so like, it's such a thin line.
1: I mean, to me, like, Dr. Manhattan and Gatsby's American Dream should be like the two biggest bands in the world. You know, (laughs) like to me, like that's the stuff that I'm like, this is brilliant. This is great. But and when it doesn't, that doesn't happen that way. I'm just like, what the fuck went wrong? (laughs) Like, I don't really understand it, you know, like because I that music to me is just it's great weird pop you know that like and i see other bands get big that i just don't i don't understand you you know know? and uh but yeah like i don't know it's all it's i mean it's it's a weird world like it is certain things hit and certain things don't and i don't know when trump becomes president (laughs) you know
0: (laughs) Trump becomes president and we ended up on some tour with Jeffree Star. Like times are weird, man. <laughs> oh, weird days.
1: Yeah, Trump won't become president though, don't worry about that. <laughs> no,
0: I'm 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 hoping to God that's not the case. But I look it's I ha- not gonna happen. I have this framed picture of like all these different little tidbits from tours and in the like bottom kind of center of it is the stay weird poster, so it's yeah it's, I, I look at it all the time i was like man look at this group of all like because you know all, <laughs> all our heads are on it just looking and making these goofy faces i like, look at that fucking bunch like they were in vans on the road just terrorizing the country just being the weirdest bunch of fucks
1: oh yeah i think i have that laminate somewhere yeah yeah so, we so much fun though
0: fuck. so much fun God, I, I, never I would remember have riding
1: with you guys and, like, <laughs> dude, <it's> so goofy.
0: <laughs> I never would have expected that band to get us to that place. And I guess that's kind of the whole point is, like, you expect one thing and that's not it, at all what yeah. happens, and it's weird. Yeah, life is weird, man, like you said.
1: You just got to appreciate the experience. Yeah. Like fuck man there was some goofy shit that happened on the tour do you remember that san diego house party like the ending like no how silly it got no it was like everyone in underwear and like <laughs> we were just like jamming and yelling i think you were playing drums i mean
3: maybe I it was
0: been. goose it might have been goose see that's, that's the thing is like as much as or as little as I remember, it's hard for me to place where wasn't it because was it, it's like, oh yeah, that could have been that. Per- oh, that was that. Per-. Like it was just such a blur of people being goofy as hell. So all of it I remember is just surrounded by laughing my ass off and having it was the best time. So
1: it was so ridiculous.
0: Outside of Louisiana, our stuff getting stolen, someone getting beat up. That was really the only downside of that tour, really. And even that ended up as like a goofy story. Oh yeah, he hid it under the leaves. <laughs>
1: That's right. Well, remember Alabama though? No. The outside, like rainy, freezing cold, where you're like dancing on someone to Eminem.
0: No. <laughs> I don't, remember, you that don't remember that. No.
1: Where I got butt naked and put weed all over myself, like, and took a picture. <laughs> they were like drug dealers. I don't know if you can put this in your
0: podcast. We're <laughs> <laughs> putting this in the podcast. I have zero memory of that happening. What? i have I, I have video of you dancing
1: on someone making fun of them and i'm dan- just like laughing in the dancing background.
0: on someone what do you mean like someone's laying on the ground and i'm like jumping up and down on them
1: no they're like watching the band and you're like behind them just
0: being like or they're listening oh, to eminem was that, was and that yeah that's a video uh, you because i have that in uh it came up recently it's a video where i'm like pretending to, like beat the shit out of them
2: oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Throwing
1: fake punches, yeah
0: yeah, 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 okay, yeah, so I'm. that's the, um that was that outdoor show where we played like under like a tent or a canvas like, yeah, sheet or at something that drug dealer ah uh, see, I don't see so okay, so here's here's the opposite side of that was that those are the things you remember for, I remember for Danny running around naked, which I guess is not really different than any of the other shows, but just like streaking through the crowd, running around naked, I remember that, and I remember, I don't know if we ever told you this, but we ended up getting. A bunch of shit from uh the singer Chiodos because of I don't, do you know this story at all? No. So, so I'll go I'll go just go through it quickly. Basically, at that show, and so that tour, Andrew was wearing like an orange Kyoto shirt for like a lot of it. And I remember even like the guys in Heavy of Lolo were like giving him shit for it. And he was just like, I don't, you know, whatever, man. Like I like the shirt. I don't really care about the band, but we went on tour with them and whatever. So he he was a trooper. He got a lot of shit for wearing that shirt and he's still and he wore it. And there was that show some of them were in the kitchen it was uh it was chris and uh danny and like all the guys in doctor Manhattan except me and then just random people from the party and danny was being held up and he was doing this pose that like Craig Owens does where he like holds his hands out. Like when he's lifted by his knees by the crowd and just looks like, oh god, yeah. So he's doing that. And Chris is going, yo, Craig, I love you, Craig. And whoever's recording is kind of going back and forth between the two. And it's about 30 seconds long. And it ends with the camera going to Craig and Craig going, I love you, Craig. That's the whole video. Now, Andrew, Matt and Adam are in the back. Andrew's wearing, I think that shirt. And that's really the entirety of the video. And I think somebody posted on YouTube, it probably had three views. One of those views had to be either Craig himself or somebody from the band. Because we got a call when we got back from that tour from our manager being like, what did you do now? Like, what are you talking about? Like, I was in the the car with Jen, my now wife, girlfriend at the time, and I'm like... I don't even know what you're talking about. He's like, I'm sending you the link. Go watch this video. Chiodo saw it. They they fucking, they're not going to bring you on tours anymore. And I I had no idea what he's even talking about. And that's the whole entirety of the video. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like that's, we weren't even saying anything. Like the guys are just in the background in the video, but that happened. And so for that reason, we are blacklisted. And the only tour we did with them, we only opened like, I don't know, three or four shows, not many at all. But evidently we were blacklisted out of the business from there on out because of that video. So that was that show, that Alabama party oh show. Gosh. It happened in the kitchen. Yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have so many opinions on that guy. I have like I have stories about him. Like, oh I they Ah, uh, yeah. He's did you ever tour I mean, with those guys? He's never been directly like rude to me, but he's he's got
2: issues, man.
0: Yeah, like did you ever tour with them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, so I interviewed for this. I interviewed Dakota Cole. I don't know if you know him. He's like a guitar tech. He talked yeah, to yeah. them a lot. Yeah, I, so I,
1: I, he was with Drop Did Gorgeous. I toured with them. Yep,
0: yep. Yeah. So I, uh, I interviewed him for this, and we talked uh, in length about his experiences with that band and all the kind of crazy oh, yeah. shit he had to do. with. So yeah, yeah. It's uh, he
1: and I talked about it too. I, oh, I'm I sure. mean, like. Fuck it. I'll just tell you. Like (laughs) when we toured with them, you know, he was cool. He was whatever. But I knew him back when they were living in like a tiny apartment and they were nothing. And we toured with them right at, right after we recorded always open mouth. And he like one day he was in our van and he was drinking whiskey before he played, which he doesn't really do. Yeah, And he was like, crying, like, not crying, but, like, kind of just, like, me and Dave were sitting there on either sides of him, and he's, like, I'm just a joke, guys, huh? Uh.
0: This band's
1: a joke, and Dave and I are just looking at each other, like, nah, dude, nah, you're good, <laughs> oh, and then, like, I mean, you know that band Sounds of Animals Fighting?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I got an offer, I mean, this was obviously years ago, Yeah, to be on like to be on the second record
0: oh nice okay
1: and I was just like not if Craig <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm such an asshole like, <laughs> fuck. this is gonna come back to bite me in the ass no, it's but I was not. like I was like no and our manager was like well you know maybe you can do a song with Anthony Green I was like not if Craig is on it. like I just don't have much respect for him yeah, you know? like, yeah. I don't it, I mean it all goes back to what we've talked about like music is an outlet and an art for him and it's, I don't think that's how he treats it, you know? So, but yeah, (sighs) he's, I mean, and I, and I don't, I don't have any, like, I don't not like the, well, I don't want to hang out with him. (laughs) I don't like not like the guy, you know, like whatever you're human, like hard. Yeah. So, yeah, but uh, yeah so i i i get what you're
3: saying yeah
0: that's one well, for us too at the time i mean not that we thought that touring with them was gonna make our career or anything but we're like they're a big band they asked us to open for them this is sweet and then so then our manager and like booking agent, and all these people like making a big deal about it we're like okay i don't like are we bummed are we like i don't know what this actually means <laughs> and it probably i don't even know it probably meant nothing but like there's just like oh so there's also this side of this world that's You know, shitty and stupid. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's always the way it goes, too. You're like, wait, should I be honored? Wait, should I be excited? I don't fuck it. Like, I don't know. (laughs)
3: Like,
1: That's how it always was. Yeah. Like, you just got an offer from such and such. And like,
0: oh, oh, cool. (laughs) Like, I don't know. One is tough, too, for us, because, like, we had offers that like we got that fell through. So like ones that we'd get excited about didn't pan out. And then, so we were just like, Oh, well we'll not, we'll never get excited now because this could be something (laughs) like, is this real? Is this actually going to happen? So yeah, you kind of have to like curb your expectations about what you even want to be into. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Oh, you know what I just
1: remembered about you guys? I just, I totally forgot about this. You did an acoustic, like, didn't you do a tour with Saves the Day? Yeah, mm-hmm. where you played acoustic or something?
0: No, they played acoustic. They we played, played acoustic. We played full band, <laughs> so you I can forgot. imagine how that was received.
1: I forgot about that because I saw, I saw Saves the Day. I must have just missed you guys, but I remember being like, because Saves the Day is one of my favorite bands yeah. ever. Yeah, and i I remember being like, oh, who's this? like what the fuck is Dr. Manhattan, you know? <laughs> I think I just missed you guys. Yeah. And then uh sorry, that just dawned on me. I was no. like, oh. No. And no. that's why Chris did your second record,
0: right? Yep. Yeah. He yeah. Uh, I think they were looking for opening bands. Vagrant gave them gave him like Big Chomper and another song and he liked it and asked us to be on the tour and it, I mean, it was a re- it was an awesome time. I think cr- it was one of those ones where crowds like looked at us like, oh, we're here for an acoustic tour. What the fuck is this like band full of goofballs doing this music? But at the same time, it ended up being a really yeah awesome relationship. He, they like at the end of the tour, Chris and Dave bought Matt and Adam tuner pedals because they would just be tuned they would tune to Andrew's <laughs> keyboard and they're like here, why don't you do this from now on? And like they would constantly chuck us like food they like you know they get green room food that they wouldn't even eat we were like scrounging out of the garbage and like he they were they were super nice to us now we ended up playing a couple other shows like as a full band like full band with them and yeah he was he was always really cool to us and very nice and it was because of that weird random series of events but yeah dude yeah.
1: i would piss my pants if i met chris conley like <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that band well, th- well then you're They're really like one of my
0: favorite bands you're really not gonna like this story then i i was <laughs> i was a couple of convert i was i was basically and again i've i've i think i've talked about this before in here but i i was almost the drummer for them what <laughs> really well as soon as i left dr manhattan it was a thing of like i went to school was starting to do stuff like get my classes all lined up and then Manny and Deraja left to be in Glasgow full time, and I texted Chris. So I was like, "Hey, if you need a fill-in on a tour, let me know." So then they, tour they do a co highliner with Newfound Glory. He's like, "It's mid-February." I line it up with all my teachers to like be gone, and they're totally cool with it. And then he's like, "Well, what if instead of doing this tour, you like join the band?" And I was like, fuck. <laughs> and I, cause I just oh left the gosh. band. And, and immediately my response was no, like without even thinking about it, because I was like, those three guys in Dr. Manhattan will fucking hate me. Like if I left, I left the band to not do this anymore. Like I, I didn't, like I didn't want to be gone. I wanted to like do this other stuff. So then if immediately I turn around and then go and tour with them, like I, I think they would have understood, but I also think their immediate reaction would have been like, oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that and that would it would have killed me to do that. And then eventually, it just ended up. I was like, I thought about it a lot, and just like, you know, I, I don't think I should do this. I would love to do it; it'd be fun. But I, yeah, I don't. I think it's gonna end up in screwing up a lot of stuff for me. So, it, but yeah, I've had, I've had some people be like, yeah. "What the fuck were you thinking, man? Like, you should have joined that band." I was like, "I know," but you know, some things you just know you're not supposed to do. And in all fairness, they recorded Daybreak. I think right after that. So I would have done that album and I listened to that album. I love that album. I was like, okay, yeah. I think I was not meant to do this. Cause I don't, I don't know what I would have, what would have happened, how that album probably wouldn't have changed all that much, but I love that album. So as much as I would have loved to play on it, I love listening to it and being like, you know what? Me not being in this band made that album better. That's how <laughs> I'm going to justify this to myself. <laughs> But, I guess yeah.
1: if that works, but man, <laughs> I, I love that. Yeah, band. I, yeah. like, I love the last record that they did on EBR. Like, yeah. I love that band. Yeah. It's like one of my all time favorites.
0: Yeah. No, it's tough. <laughs> there, there are times <laughs> that I'm like, fuck that. I've been fun. But there's also times I'm like, no, it would have fucked up so many other things. But yeah, yeah. it's, uh, again, life is weird. Puts you in weird situations. So weird. <laughs> And how how is your weird life lately now that we're we've talked about all your musical stuff? Is your everything's going good otherwise? Yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, I had date night. I Yeah, you had date night. Made I think I the stuffed shells were well received. Yeah. Um yeah, just I don't know, like working. Yeah. I I was up for another job, but I I'm not gonna get it. I'm yeah. underqualified, but <laughs>
0: Don't I mean, sell yourself he, short. No, nah, no, nah, I think
1: they hired someone else. Um, but I'm trying to work in the, like, it was a job for, like, um, uh, an association that helps getting homeless people re-assimilated into oh, awesome. like, society and, like, getting them housing. But I am underqualified, but I think I'm going to take some classes. And I really want to work with, actually, at, at-risk youth, so. Yeah. Yeah, life's just life, and
0: that's awesome, man.
1: I get to see Bear Vest Shark on Sunday. I mean, life is what weird. Else can... <laughs>
3: yeah, like what?
1: <laughs> I bought tickets for a couple homies and myself, and it's like, yeah, we're we're doing this. Like, yeah, we're gonna party and go see them. And Dan from Equal Vision is gonna be there. And...
0: You're just gonna have this it's moment where you're fun. looking around, and you're like, what year is this? What's happening? <laughs> I know, right?
1: <laughs> I mean, it's been ten years. Like, I don't think. The the singer, Mark, uh, I don't think he knows that I have his artwork tattooed on, like, a fourth of my torso. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he'll be like, Surprise. hey, what's up, dude? This has happened. <laughs> but I can't wait. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Life's all right. Life's and I got right? my,
1: my dog and my tarantula.
0: Yeah. You got your homies <laughs> at home. You're doing your thing. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Actually I need to go get crickets. I think (laughs) life
0: life is good then, man. I'm glad to hear that. (laughs) Yeah, it's all right. And, and whether, whether or not you want to talk about this, I don't care that if you do or don't, I just want to say that is awesome that you fucking, you came out of the closet. That is fucking really cool, man. Like,
1: Oh, I'm so happy to talk about it. Like,
0: I, I just don't want to make that. Like, I don't want you to think, like, I want to make this a thing to, like, talk about. I'm just saying, like, just on a personal level, like, I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, I, <laughs> I I'm just, I've just, i I'm so happy for you. Like, how did you know? I, th- well, I think you just po- I think you posted something on Instagram. Or, oh, yeah. Yeah. So that, that was the only way I knew. And I was just like, dude, fuck yeah. Like, I don't want to, yeah, I'm sure you've talked about money. it. money.
1: Like, I, like, I. So my, my view on it is like, who the like fuck cares, you know, like it's not really anyone's business. Like I don't assume you're straight or you're gay. Like I don't, it's, but I am in a position where, you know, like I have a small like following Yeah. and if like, like one person that listens to fear before all human or orbs or whatever, um is gay and struggling like some young kid you know like maybe they'll be like oh well if he can do it so can i and and so like i to me it's it's not a big deal and like i've like i i've had no well i don't i really don't care what people think
0: about it you know like well i can't admit the bands and things you've done in your life i don't think you give a shit about what people think anyways that's what i'm saying like (laughs) this is just another thing i'm like fuck yeah man you you just do whatever the fuck you want and i love that
1: yeah i mean it's and it's and it's not like i chose it like when i finally started dating guys i was like oh this is why people fall in love you know this is why people like want to be around other people yeah it wasn't like it's not like I was it's not a choice. And anyone who says it is is I mean you can, like you could choose to go like kiss a guy, I guess. But yeah. being gay, being ho like I don't even like the word homosexual, but <laughs> it's not it's not a choice. Like, right. It everything felt normal once I started seeing guys. But anyways, like you know, like we raised I didn't want to come out, but when that Orlando thing happened, like we raised a bunch of money for like the center down there, you know, by releasing a a track, like, and I don't know. I'm as much as I I, I consider myself antisocial. I love people. Like I want people to be happy and I don't believe in discrimination or racism. So it's like, it's one of those things. Like it's no one's business. However, it's a responsibility I think I hold, you know, like, and so like, yeah, I'm totally open about it. Like I I don't hide
0: it. I just like, I love that. That's like you said, like you, if I was in your position, I'd probably feel the same struggle. Like I don't like, no one needs to know about this shit. I don't give a shit that people know, but then something like that happens and you're like, okay, I, I could not say anything and that's fine. Or I could and affect this in this way or let some kid out there listens to my music feel this way about like, feel okay about things. So it is like, I, yeah, I, I think I, I just, I, I feel very similar feelings of what you just said. Like if I was in those shoes, I'd be like, I'd be thinking the same exact things you would be. So it's, I think either way you, you like, no one needs to know about it. It's your own personal shit, but like, it's cool that you were able to do something for that. Like just by putting a song out and, getting some attention to it it's really awesome
1: thanks Fan. yeah i mean it's just a responsibility if i can help one person
3: you yeah know.
1: like everyone deserves to be happy well not everyone there's some pretty <laughs> shitty people but <laughs> like i don't want trump to be happy no but like, uh, no <laughs> have i have i mentioned trump and how much <laughs> i have dislike him in this I, interview like I,
0: <laughs> I have a buddy who is like um we met him on tour. He's from he was from New York. Just this you know, one of those guys that doesn't play in a band, but you meet at a, one of your shows and you end up becoming like a lifelong friend with. And he, mm-hmm. he's really smart in that way. Like he knows politics and shit and, and I didn't even know this really, but he so he he'll post some stuff political and otherwise. But he was he was saying something about as soon as this election's done, this is a lot of this a lot of this kind of posturing and shit he's saying is to set up for He's gonna have his own like TV network or Trump TV or some channel. So this is all like leading to that, anyways. And I was just like, of course it fucking is. Like this isn't even about any of this. Like he's yeah. gonna turn this into some other TV show, and he's gonna be next, like you know, right right after the KKK hour or some shit. Like it's gonna just yeah, it's gonna be on some hate network. So it's, he's a
1: businessman. That's right, all he is. Right, and he's selfish and mean and hateful and I mean. And not to get too political, I'm not the the hugest fan of Hillary either, but, like, if we have to choose, you know, like, at least she doesn't hate people. Right. She might be a bit of a liar, but she doesn't hate people like he does. Right. I just don't understand, like, I don't understand hate. I don't.
0: No, I don't get it either. I don't
1: really get it. Like, I don't look at someone and immediately see, like, race or, you know, like they're like whatever sex they are or, like i i don't i don't care like right. I,
0: I just see a person and i'm like are you nice? Oh <laughs> cool. You <laughs> yeah, know. just like, don't be a dick. I don't care who you yeah, are or like, what you're about. Just be nice. Just be nice exactly. to other people. Exactly.
1: Like, and how, i deal with it every single night at the bar, you right. know, like where i work. I'm like i don't like see anything other than a person who's maybe going to like be nice to me or who's not, you yeah. know. And when you're not that I'm going to not like you no matter like who you fuck or what color you are or like what you believe in religiously. Like, like it's, it's just, that's, it doesn't, I can't fathom it. I don't have that capacity
0: for hate, you know? Yeah. So, and you think, I think the biggest surprise to me is like, Oh, it's 2016. Like this, this is a, you know, an up and coming progressive age now, but then, you see some of these things, some of these rallies, and some of the cities say like, "Oh no, we're still in the '60s. Like we haven't, right? we haven't, we haven't like, progressed at all." <laughs> it's insane. Like yeah. I just,
1: I don't get it. Like, no. like I just don't. Even, and like I, I'm gonna get in so much trouble <laughs> because I haven't talked to my grandma in a few months <laughs> because she supports Trump uh, and I love her. I love her. To yeah. Die. But if she knew I was gay,
3: oh, my gosh,
1: <laughs> no way. Granny. I see people of, like, like, if I date like black men, oh, yeah. my gosh. like <laughs> Just, like, out of the family. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I love her to death, but yeah. it's like, I, I just don't understand that. That's not yeah. how the world should work. Right. Like, like, it's fine. Believe whatever you want. Believe in the fucking spaghetti monster Just be nice to people like right. i don't care you know like just don't like hurt anyone
0: yeah I think sorry i'm
1: on a tangent no. i think about it all the time though
0: that's a good one that's a good that's a good message to end on be don't be a dick and just you know don't hurt people <laughs> yeah. just be just, just be nice
1: just treat people
0: kind yeah it's that simple you'd think that would be a notion that everyone is just like ready to go with but right you're surprised how many people are just like oh you're just filled with hate like it's gonna be okay just because your dad's a dick you don't have to be a dick to everybody <laughs> in the world right. like we're gonna be okay yeah but you're one of the good ones at least so for all the for the <laughs> 10 dicks out there there's one of you going out there being kind to people and reminding everyone that it is gonna be okay even though there's idiots too so you should, yeah you should i mean it is gonna
1: that. be okay like we're in a a position where no matter what happens like i i hillary's gonna win but even with that i think like because of all the shootings and yeah like there's a it's a turning point and some people argue against that but i i think it's true yeah because it is more accessible into people People like you and I, like, we're like, oh, well, yeah, this has been going on for a long time and we pay attention. But now it's reaching like younger people and people who don't pay attention. And it's not going to stand. So
0: let's feel good. Let's feel good about the world and about people.
1: (laughs) I feel positive. Good. Positive about where it's going.
0: Good. I'm glad to hear that. And yeah. I'm, I'm glad to hear so many good things are going on with you, and you're just happy and loving life.
1: Hell yeah! I'm, yeah, dude. I can't believe you have a kid. It's crazy, <laughs> man.
0: Yeah, man. Life's weird. I'll uh, I'll text you. I'll text you a picture of her. that's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, cool. I'd love to. see it. <laughs>
1: That's so crazy.
0: Well, I'm 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 glad we got to catch up, man. This is long overdue. Me too. And I'm 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 just so happy, so happy for you. Everything's going well, and you're just. Just chugging along Doing great Still putting out music I love that and if If you come to Chicago again I'm gonna fucking Bust my ass To come and see you Alright But take care oh, well, of your, Take care of come yourself Come to Long Beach Oh I wish It's like 90 <laughs> degrees Today dude Now I'm stuck In this 50 degree stuff Remember This is my This is my spot here Yeah Well take Take care of yourself And your dog And your tarantula man Alright And good luck With those dates And those stuffed shells They sound delicious Good talking to you, buddy. I love you, homie. Love you, man. See ya. Bye. X chromosome.
2: It's a parent. My parents want. Where my chest was, these pink fleshy masses have made themselves at home That music gone. Grab a book, draw a bath Spend then eat with the cats In a bottle of Sauvignon Blanc